0: It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Welcome, and you are listening to the national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Well, everyone, I am Shana, and I welcome you to a new episode of our show. We are in the midst of the joyful holiday season, and we had to just add a segment that we thought may be relevant for you and your entire circle. Now, please continue to tune in live or through our replay streaming options. I sure hope you and your family and friends had an amazing holiday. We just celebrated Christmas, but we're not done yet. The holidays are still going on. And hopefully you will find this particular episode of Let's Talk America Radio very helpful throughout all of 2019. Now, do let others know that you are tuned in and that we have even more original programming for the upcoming year. Remember, we offer Balanced News Talk just for you. We've had some very unique and engaging conversations content that aims to uh, keep you informed in a very timely manner. Now we do offer high quality and professional news talk in a very congested industry. Hey, I don't need to tell you that. But now, if this is your very first time tuning in, we gladly welcome you to Let's Talk America Radio. And as mentioned before, remember that you can listen in again at your convenience. Simply visit LTAradio.com. Visit LTAradio.com. Podcast episodes allow you to listen in at your convenience. We do present versatile content for a modern listening base. LTA Radio is a national award-winning family radio program offering informative news talk for every single member of your household, regardless of generation or background. Over the past four years, we've presented the exclusive interviews on so many diverse topics with the leading experts and advocates. Many are celebrity guests and all join us to share information that may be impactful for you. We will continue to cover issues related to health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, and pop culture. We cover the issues that you want to know more about. Right now, I would encourage you to use the hashtag LTA Radio. Use the hashtag LTA Radio right now to let others know that you are tuned in. Because tonight we have one informative and engaging show lineup for you. Remember to connect with us on social media. We are out there and we do follow back. Our featured conversation will impress and inform. Speaking of inform, let's get informed about the trending issue. Now, what's a holiday season without the mention of food? That's right, I said it, F-O-O-D. That's right, we are excited to welcome back Dr. Felicia Stoller, renowned nutritionist who will separate truth from the fiction when it comes to your food. Start your new year off right with knowing the whole truth about some foods that you typically think are unhealthy for you, Well, turns out they may not be as unhealthy as you think. Now, we sat down with her for an exclusive interview recently and we want you to hear this segment it's very very helpful for you regardless of where you are on your health journey maybe you have contemplated but have procrastinated that new healthy lifestyle well this is the perfect conversation maybe you're already in the midst of it but you need a little bit of encouragement right we all do from time to time stay with us we will take a very brief break and our interview with renowned nutritionist Dr. Felicia Stoller will be up next you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio Remember to use the hashtag LTA radio. We're on now. Tired of going from store to store wasting gas just to attempt to find the perfect neckwear accessory for the special guy in your life? Well, TNN Bowties and Apparel has made it quite simple and convenient with a wide selection of quality and affordable bowties online. You're bound to find the perfect item for any guy in your life with TNN bow ties and apparel. We do offer adorable bow ties for young boys, including infants. Don't waste your time standing in long lines. Shop with T N bow ties and apparel for exclusive deals. Visit TNBowties.com. Again, that's TNBowties.com where style meets purpose.
1: and you're listening to Let's Talk
0: America Radio. Welcome back, listeners, of your national award-winning new show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton Radio. Well, of course, here on this show, we like to highlight things that you care about and what do you care about more than your health. Let's get more specific, your nutrition. Well, of course, I'm no expert, but I am so excited right now to have someone on that's been with us before. It's been a while. But she's back with more great information. I'm talking about the one and only Dr. Felicia Sola. She's a registered dietitian, nutritionist, exercise physiologist, and author of the amazing book, Living Skinny and Fat Genes. Oh, I love that book. We're going to have to talk about that book as well. But <laughs> we've got to first know something. Many of us know debate foods that are supposed to be great for us, but Sometimes is it completely true or not, and what does it mean to really get there? Felicia, Dr. Sola, welcome to us. Oh,
2: thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on again
0: excited to have you on. Now, you're the expert. Let's get right to it. We are talking about the holiday season. Many of us, in our minds, who say we're going to stay on track, we're going to do this, we say, well, this is an excuse to stay off track and not to really have the good information. So we are jumping on board ahead of time for the new year for those resolutions. My first right. question to you is, why is there so much flip-flop information out there when it comes to nutrition? Because I heard so many different things. explained.
2: Wow. Oh, I, and trust me, I hear it, too, because the minute I'm out and people find out what I do for a living, they're always like, is it true that, you know, blank, blank, you know, fill in the blank, right? So, like, I get that all the time. So why is there so much misinformation? There's a lot of confusing information because, first of all, people have access to the Internet, you know, and everybody claims to be an expert. The question is whether or not you know, you really know who the experts are, you know, and and some websites and some groups, um, you know, there are people that use the, the word doctor. I mean, I have a doctorate in clinical nutrition, but there are people that also use the word doctor that maybe don't have a PhD or a or a medical degree, or in some yeah and, and you know and and they use that inappropriately and and you know the other thing too is there are some people that maybe even are physicians, but they just don't know enough about nutrition, so they say things, and people think that because it's um, a doctor that that says it that it's correct, so um that's that's really you know a, some of the problem that's out there, and you know people get hung up on certain aspects of food, like whether or not something should be organic or you know non-GMO, and, you know, the truth is a lot of these organizations that are out there saying bad things about food, or I think they're bad things about food, they're they're creating a lot of fear in people, you know, they make money off of, you know, some aspect of that, like the certified, you know, non-GMO project, they make a lot of money um, by companies paying for that seal, so they have a financial incentive to promote their message, which may not be the correct one for health.
0: So. You know, great information. As, as a journalist, I think one of the things we always say is you've got to check your source. Correct. Now, but a lot of Americans are like, but but if it wasn't true, why would they allow it to be on TV? Why would it be on right. Wikipedia? And I'm not oh, a right. specific, you know, domain, but I think that's the thinking. So for someone that's not medical, uh, like me, or right. someone right. that maybe doesn't have a training in, you know, how, how do they get through all of this? How can you tell truth from propaganda? Right. Well, yeah, that's a good one. Um,
2: you know, what I recommend, especially with certain, um, with certain types of information, like I just did a lit review for a friend of mine because they were trying to use some data. They wanted some information about research studies. And I was like, no, 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 you can't go to what an article says. You've got to go back to, like, an article, like a commercially written, like in a newspaper or a magazine. You have to actually go to the actual journal article. So I tell people you can go to Pub. PubMed, P-U-B-M-E-D, .gov, and it's free. And it's a free search engine, and you can type in the words you're looking for, and you'll see the research articles that come up. So hopefully you can read them and understand them, because, you know, I always say scientists need to learn how to write for consumers. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> the way, it's like legalese, you know, when you go to look at certain uh, legal documents, you know, yes. or you look at some laws, and you're like, what? Like, what's the point? Can we just get to the point there? So I think – So, but the other thing, too, is any websites that are related to hospitals or nationally recognized healthcare organizations okay. tend to be okay. So the American Heart Association, the American Diabetes yes. Association, like those are oh. – you know, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, the American College of Sports Medicine, you know, depending on, you know, which groups you're, you're looking for, those tend to have um, – Some better for you information. Like, I would not go to Dr. McCullough's website. (laughs) That's the one, that's one of the ones that, like, (laughs) you know, freak me out a bit because there's a lot of misinformation out there on their website. There's some stuff that's good, but there's some stuff that's not correct. So,
0: um, yeah. You're making some great points. Okay, so, okay, let's get here. I need all of our listeners to get their pads ready or however you're going to take notes mentally or on an electronic device. Dr. Solo, what are the three common foods that do get a bad rep that are actually healthy for you?
2: Yeah, so the, the three foods that I think people get confused about, the first one is eggs, right? Uh, people think eggs cause your cholesterol to go up. I mean, that was like in the 80s or the early 80s, <laughs> and by the 90s, I yeah. stopped having those recommendations. But the poor egg has gotten a bad rap, and I'll tell you the truth, I think eggs are an awesome source of protein. They are very inexpensive. I mean, when you think about people talking about food insecurity, um, you know, eggs are a complete protein, and by complete, you need to eat the yolk too, because actually eggs are the protein by which all other protein is compared to. So when you oh. when you're looking at amino acid content in food and, and whether or not something is uh, complete, so um, you know we we know that they're an inexpensive form of protein. Uh, that the essential fatty acids in the yolk are really important. Um, they contain a nutrient called choline, which plays a role in fat metabolism and brain development. And they're an excellent source of vitamin B. B12, antioxidants, lutein, and zeaxanthin. So. Oh, wow. You know, the, you know, again, good to have. The other one uh, is yogurt. Some people think, oh, you shouldn't be having yogurt because, you know, there's too much sugar in it. It's okay. dairy. You shouldn't be having dairy. It's got artificial sweeteners and carrageenan has sometimes been deemed by others to be unhealthy. That couldn't be any further from the truth. First of all, yogurt is, again, an excellent source of protein. I love all these great sources of protein. Um Dairy, you know, we should be having dairy. I mean, thank goodness humans okay. figured out how to milk an animal, and and you could feed more people having the dairy of that animal, you know, the byproduct from that animal, than eating the animal itself. Um, so it's it's great source of multiple vitamins, uh, potassium and magnesium, and also uh, what is important is that the carrageenan that's in there is used as a stabilizer. So what that does is it inhibits. Oh, wow. The, the food matrix from separating, you know, so it doesn't get, like, too watery or fall apart. It sort of helps it all stay together. So, um, you know, and what's really cool is that it is made from um, seaweed structure. It's from red seaweed. So it's basically oh. fiber. It's like it's what gives seaweed its uh, body, so it also helps to um, to allow the yogurt to um, stay together. So, and it's used in other foods as well um, for stabilization. And then coffee, my other favorite. Day Uh doesn't go by that I don't start mine with that one. You know, some people think that it causes jitteriness, um, okay. might give you anxiety, gives you heart palpitations. That's only for people that are sensitive to caffeine. For other folks like me who don't have an issue when they metabolize it, um, okay. it's not a problem. And, again, there's some research showing that um, that coffee has antioxidants in it and it may be beneficial for helping uh, to prevent Alzheimer's, gallstones,
0: and wow. type 2
2: diabetes, so how about
0: that? <laughs> I see. Now, I love that. You you broke down some urban myths from us. I have to ask uh, some follow-up questions sure. just because I'm thinking about it, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are as well. You did mention eggs, and I think you're absolutely right, Dr. Solar. Eggs really get a bad rap, but... As you were explaining it and all the great protein benefits, I was thinking, is there a difference in how we should be preparing the egg? Because I know a lot of individuals. Well, definitely, I
2: don't say fry it all the time, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do like a fried egg every once in a while. (laughs) Okay. But, so I, I think I, but, like, I'll give you an example. I okay. keep I I, bake, I make about six hard-boiled eggs each week, and I keep them okay. in my refrigerator. And sometimes, you know, I'm, if I need a grab-and-go thing, I have it made. I'll throw it into a salad. I have it ready to go. Um, okay. So I think having it made um, is, is real easy. You can buy them. I mean, if you don't want to hard-boil them yourself, you can buy them that way too. But I okay. think hard-boiled eggs are really um, – you know real easy and again like for me since i eat mostly plant-based it's i have to remember to you know eat eat protein every day so okay. that's a good one for me when i get to the end of the day if i don't feel like you know making a piece of chicken or fish or a piece of steak i will often just make sure that i have um you know a hard-boiled egg handy
0: I'm smart. And I want to go to yogurt, the number two food on your list. Um, yeah. We love yogurt here, uh, where we are, and always have. But when you talk about the sweeteners, I do think some people are hesitant. Should diabetics? Be very cautious with yogurts or any foods that may have some artificial sweeteners in it.
2: Well, I'm first of all, let's, let let me say, and I know you and I've discussed this before. I do not like non-nutritive sweeteners. Like you can't even just call them artificial anymore. You have okay. to call them non-nutritive sweeteners because they don't yeah. have any calories. Okay. And some people make claim that like you know artificial versus natural right like that those okay, are also yeah. like words that get people confused but um the reason why I tell people not to use them is i think that they play tricks with our our body and our mind and our brain in terms of being full i mean i've never really met anybody that said they switched to having all non nutritive sweeteners and they lost weight and if anything there's some research <laughs> if anything there's some research saying that it may be very damaging to the gut microbiome, which is something that we hear people talk about. You know, it's the good bugs in our belly that live in our intestinal tract that help our body in so many ways that we're still just learning about. So, you know, that's the reason why I tell people not to consume them. But let's face it, people will look at a label and they, they go to the word sugars and they go to, you know, carbohydrates. I never look at that. I don't even care about that. Um, okay. I'm always looking at like protein and fat and calories. Like I'm not looking at um I'm not looking at that. So um you know milk or lactose is naturally occurring sugar, so that's gonna be on that food Food label as a sugar, even though it's not an added sugar. And there are some brands that have less added sugar. I mean, look, you can always have plain yogurt. There's nothing in that, you know, if you want to have a plain, unflavored yogurt. Okay. um, you know, there's there's very little added to that. Another brand that I happen to like is called Siggy's and they have they use very small amounts of added sweetener to their yogurt. So okay. um, that's one that people can take, you know keep an eye out for. And the reason why I like it, it really it's it's a flavor preference for me. I'm not a I'm more of a savory snacker, so when I eat something on the sweet side I don't like it to be too sweet.
0: I see. I understand. You know, you you brought up um, carbs, and I I do want to sneak this real quick question in before we go to something about coffee. For a diabetic, which is very rampant throughout the U.S., as you know, and really the world now, millions of people are pre-diabetic, if you will, and those are just the ones, Dr. Solo, that have gone to the doctor, right, them get diagnosed. So my question is, how concerned should Americans who are often on the brink of diabetes, and we're talking about individuals in their 20s who may not even be obese, Dr. solar? should they be interested in carp County? No. Nope. No, no.
2: Unless you're pushing insulin, you don't need to be carb counting. Number one, diabetes is not just caused by eating carbs. I have to remind people of this all the time because the truth is if that was how it was caused, if you just took carbs out of the diet, diabetes would go away and it doesn't. So we cannot change the physiology of our body that we do require carbohydrates for energy, for fuel. It is the preferred fuel that we use. Um, We do use fat as well, but we don't use protein as much for energy. So, you know, people think we need more protein. We need more protein. No, and actually, yogurt for diabetics. You know, that's one of those foods that we would tell people if you eat that at night, it helps to stabilize your blood sugars overnight. Because what happens is that it's a real combination food, depending on which kind you consume. It's got carbohydrates, protein, and fat all together. So, you know, that's what we're usually telling people that are diabetic. Like you just can't eat carbohydrate by itself. You can have it with a combination of other things, fiber. I see. Fiber, fat, and protein are other, um, are other ingredients that can be consumed with carbohydrates safely for a diabetic. But, you know, are you going to go eat a piece of, you know, uh, cake with icing and wash it down with a soda? No, you should not be doing that. Oh.
0: <laughs> you should so not be saying, doing that at
1: all.
0: Use some good health tips along the way with anything you're eating. I'm sorry? Use some basic health tips with anything we're eating, right? That's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. just remember to eat food
2: closer to the way it's found in nature. You should, we should be eating more predominantly plant-based foods with small amounts of animal-sourced protein. And remember, it's not always the last supper, so you really want to be cognizant and aware of calories that you're consuming. I mean, we have a pre- most of us have a pretty decent idea when we're eating okay versus not, right? So, yeah, um you know, I, I just think, and you can balance things out. Like, if you're good 90% of the time, then the 10%, you can, you know, have a little bit of fun and and, and go a little okay. crazy with your eating. But, like, keep that in check and it's in moderation, right?
0: Yeah. I, I love your advice, Dr. Solo, because you are practical, right? I think uh, the tips and the guidelines that you give us provide us to be successful because it's things that's really livable and doable, if you will. Right. Thank you. Yes.
2: Well, yeah. look, I, I mean, we li- we need to eat food to live, and I think that food is pleasurable for most of us. And for yeah. some of us, food is culture. I mean, there's so much we yeah. socialize around food. I mean, it's such an important part of our lives. So it's I think it's essential to have a good relationship with food and, um, you know, to understand what it does in our body and, you know, to, to recognize that, you know, food that's good for you, A, tastes good, and B, doesn't have to be expensive.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love both of those components. Before you go, you mentioned coffee, and I I have also read that uh, there are a lot of great benefits to coffee. Now, I think of some of my coworkers, no names included, um, and they say this is why I love coffee, right? Because me personally, I'm not a coffee drinker, but they'll say this is why because it gives you all these benefits. And then they're loading lots of sugar and and creamer and other things on top of it. Dr. Solar. I, I think I'm gonna go back to what you said about yogurt. I think we have to be just smart and use some basic common sense because because coffee's good for you doesn't mean necessarily you should pour half of a. A sugar container in it, right? Well,
2: you know what? I'll give you a real great example. A friend of mine used to go get like a Dunkin' Donuts coffee, like a regular coffee, like made regular, like, right? So that had creamer, it had sugar in it, and I said to her one day, you know, you get that every day, why don't you just get a donut? And she's like, what? I go, well, you're, you're, you're (laughs) drinking. Almost the same amount of calories and sugar, you know, like the few teas you know, when they p- put the sugar in for you. Yeah. I just said to her, I'm like, you're kidding, right? Or like you go to Starbucks and you get those, like, you know, sweetened drinks you know, I mean, what I tell, what I say is once in a while, very rarely, I will drink those. But I will always say, you know, cause they're adding pumps of sugar into that. So I always, like, I will wow. find out, like, with the drink, how many pumps it is, right? Like, cause if I'm gonna bother getting a coffee, I get a really large one. But I, let's say it's three pumps in one, you know, in one cup. I usually will just ask for one pump if, if I get it at all because I just want a little bit of a flavor. Um, but that, that is a big problem. That's why, for me personally, like I can only tell you what I do. I drink skim milk in my coffee. I have, okay. uh, I do, um, I do, um, like yogurt. I do the fat free yogurt because I want to save the fat for other things. Like, yes. Yes, I, was, I was someplace where I had a cheese and charcuterie tray plate. You know, that was okay. laden with fat, but that was an exception. It was a special occasion. So, you know, I could do that. I can eat a hamburger once in a while and eat the bun and everything else because I don't do it all the time. I so, that's where, again, I think, you know, just being, being mindful of the calories and the fat that you're consuming um, is really important. And remember, you can drink your calories. We were just talking about coffee, but how many times do people, you know, drink alcoholic beverages this time of yes. year, you know, or eggnog, and, and they're throwing a lot of extra stuff in there because they're going to holiday parties. And, you know, I, I like to remind people that there's calories in that stuff too. So make sure you're drinking club soda or water in between cocktails.
0: I love that. And, and before you leave, it's always great information. I've got to bring up, we talked about the urban myths out there, foods that uh, have been deemed bad, but they are actually good for us. But I think, as you mentioned earlier in this segment, moderation is key. When it comes to nutrition, does age play a factor? Meaning, I, I mean, I can personally testify to Dr. Solar that what I could do at 25 didn't necessarily put on pounds, but it does later in life. I mean, oh you yeah, be with that with anything
2: well, I've noticed that with the, the the calories laying on, I mean, until you get to about the age of 25, you know, then, then the metabolism starts to slowly, like, slow okay. down a bit. Um, but, look, you can balance it out with exercise too, right? Like, I, mean, I kid around with my friends sometimes, you know, that I work out a, a lot just so I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll work out for food, you know. So um, I, I, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek with that. <laughs> but, um But, uh, you know, I mean, I do have friends, like, especially in the summertime, you know, they comment sometimes about, they'll say something about, I can't believe you eat that. I'm like, I don't know, I just swam for an hour. Like, I can eat whatever I want, you know? So. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, as we get older, look, I'm in menopause right now, I'm 51, I'm going to be 52 years old, I mean, I'm wow. very aware of the stuff that, you know, I've been doing private practice for 20 years, I've had women that yes. come into my, my office all the time complaining about, you know, the effects of menopause, and the weight that they gain, and where they gain it, and their body changes, and, you know, it, it, men change too, I mean, it's the same thing, yeah. men and women, so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's... Uh, We all, you know, our bodies are always changing, and we just should be aware of it. And, like, my mom is in her early 70s, and, you know, she finally just lost, like, 25 pounds. Wow, good for her. Yeah, well, she realized that those extra two or three pounds that she kept packing on every year or two just did not belong there. (laughs) And it wasn't okay, because she she would always say, it's okay because I'm older. I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs)
0: The things we tell ourselves,
2: Dr. Stoller. Well, right, and because I do what I do for a living does not mean that anybody in my family
0: listens to me. So, <laughs> A reminder that we're all human, but we happen to thank you on Let's Talk America Radio. You're superhuman, especially when it comes to nutrition. Tell our listeners everywhere where they can go for additional information, tips from you. And I know you've written some pretty amazing books, and I've read a few.
2: Yeah, so you could just go to FeliciaStoller.com. You can get information from my book there. You can get that on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com. And I'm always contributing to other people's chapters. I gotta, I gotta get another book out sometime <laughs> in the near future. But, um, but I will be launching um, a blog site that will be tied into my regular website in the very near future. I've been Mine? considered myself a micro blogger, but because you know people always want to know about things like this that I'm talking about, I want to be able to have that information information available for people in more detail. So yeah, I will be yeah. having a blog launching in the very near future.
0: Oh, just all for a great call. We're going to have to have you back on after the new year because I'm sure I, sure, I want to believe all our listeners are going to do great and be disciplined. But you know right now the new year we start making up excuses why we're no longer eating great. So we're going to have to bring you back on to get us back Ooh, on track. Okay? I look forward to that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Guys. Have a great holiday season.
2: You too. Take care now.
0: This is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton.
1: Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be.
0: Well, everyone, that's a wrap for tonight's episode of Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton Radio Show. Remember, we offer Balanced News Talk all within 30 minutes. Hey, we love great music, too. And tonight, we're putting the spotlight on one of our favorite musicians. It's the one and only Jill Miller. And the name of this song is Choose to Believe. Choose to Believe by Jill Miller. Stay connected. Visit LTAradio.com. Connect with us on social media. And remember to use the hashtag lta radio. We do follow back. Have a great 2019. Stay with us. More episodes coming soon.
1: Oh, oh. oh, oh. I've let the stuff of this world still- Choose to believe oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. Your hope is open doors and so I'm walking in Your freedom's waiting inside no matter where I've been Your grace is getting under my skin I've made up my mind to follow no looking back I know the total surrender Is where it's at You loved me even when I was lost nailed my darkness to your cross. I choose